0: Kiles, what's going on, dude? How you doing, man?
1: Good. Um, happy Easter Friday. Good Good Friday, or as we call it in the UK, uh, eggy JC Chalky Friday, because obviously it's the time of year where we have to reflect on important moments in the Bible. Like, obviously on Friday was when JC fell in that muddy pool and then he rolled out and he turned into an egg. So obviously we now eat. You know, we eat eggs to remember him coming out of out of the mud. So, um I mean that's what we do here in England anyway. So yeah, just happy eggy J C Friday, everyone.
0: I mean that it's that sounds far more complicated than uh, what we do over here. Um and I think What do you do? I, I mean, in, you know, in the greater United States, it's like, it's good Friday and everyone's like doing their thing. And like, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. that, I, I don't know when Ash Wednesday is, but you know, then that's when we push, um, cigarette butts out on our foreheads. Um, but then, okay, but, but over here, man, we keep it real simple over here in the, in the Brian Paul household. Um, we just call it mediocre Friday and order pizza.
1: That's good. Yeah.
0: Like we, we, we are, yeah. we, we don't hold anything to any expectations. We know the only way to make it good is to order some pizza. And that's going to be a fucking good Friday.
1: But wouldn't it be better if on that pizza you had a little chalky choc, egg on it? I,
0: I I'm, am I'm, I'm done with you, and we haven't even started the show.
1: <laughs> Let's go, Brian. Then it's going to be a good Friday. Let's do
0: it. <laughs> This is PSVR Gamescast Live, we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and good wise Friday right here on PSVR Without Parole. This YouTube channel that you're watching probably right now, possibly, although you might be watching this over on Miles' channel, you only, I love, I do love that you've that you post as part of your playlist every episode that you're on but it's like if i'm not on this show fuck off <laughs> you watch it live right here on youtube at 6 p.m eastern uh every monday wednesday and friday but if that's not your thing you don't want to stare at us we get it man because like you know we're tired of looking at you too no we're not you're all adorable you're beautiful we love you you're god's children you can watch it with your ears over on podcast services of your choice in mp3 format that's right even on spotify guess what we're killing it over there you know why because you guys are fucking awesome my name is brian paul from this gentleman right here PSBR without pearl and this gentleman over here in the the land of the heathens it's miles dyer from miles dyer official on youtube and uh no i'm sorry miles dyer official on instagram and youtube.com slash miles on youtube what is happening my friend
1: miles 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 Hey Brian, good to see you. Um, I I was crying in the intro because Greg in the chat said, "Lord, who is this man representing us British?" When I was rambling on about you know what Good Friday is about, it <laughs> was amazing. Wait, wait, are um, you tr- are you yeah. trying to
0: say that's facetious in, in in some way or another? It's not how you do it. What? What? I, I don't know. I'm so just responding to Greg. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to give Greg his voice.
1: Oh yeah, I, I see what you mean. Um, I, I don't know. Just he might be. Different religion, maybe. I'm a strong Christian, so um, I'm all about JC Eggy Chalky Friday, or whatever I called it uh, five minutes ago. Anyway, uh, Brian, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Game Cats. I uh, hope you're having a wonderful, good Friday. Um, that's all I've got. That's all I've got.
0: Sean Yarbrough, the Game Cat, in the chat says, <clears throat> anyone remember in 2016 when Brian had the colored mohawk? My friend, this is a perfect example of the Mandela effect because I did once have a mohawk on the show, but it was never, it was never color. It was was always just my natural hair color all the time. Never once colored it for the show. That's right, Sean Yarrow. Although it sounds like the without parole in your universe was way cooler than the one over here. So let's, let's all choose to remember, let's all choose to remember it that way. Hey, Jeremy King's in the chat. Also, AJ's in the chat. Also, Guyson's in the hey, chat. Jeremy. Mr. Hey, Jeremy. Mister Musically's in the AJ. chat. Grumpy Williams is in the chat. Uh, this is saving us from having to cue the cat later. Also, what up, Tatum? I think we're going to order pizza later because of you.
1: <sighs> I did have pizza before the show, uh, so I'm all
0: pizzaed up. So before the show, yeah,
1: yeah, I did because I'm not eating after after this, or else I'll I'll never sleep.
0: Oh, see, the problem is if I, if I eat pizza. I generally want to go to sleep like two minutes later. So like if I, I, there's no way I'm eating pizza than doing games cast. Like it'll just be me asleep on my desk. that will be the whole show. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Hopefully everyone out there is doing well. Hey, we want to give a shout out to professor Lilith, our good friend. Um, guys, if you don't know how this all works, every, uh, single Sunday, every single Sunday, and this Sunday as well, the like holidays be damned. Uh, we do game cat meetups, which is great because not everybody has family to go see or hang out with. So, you know, the game cat family is there for each other. And that means we've got the GameCat multiplayer meetup happening over on our discord. Uh, that's where you, that's where it gets organized. And thank you, professor Lilith for organizing this, this week and every single week. Uh, this week at 2 p.m eastern on sunday everyone's getting together to play after the fall nice that's right right. i
1: I was very um lukewarm about it on psvr but when i've dived into it on psvr 2 definitely feels like the game i wanted it to be um still have issues with the non social social space um but the the game itself is 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 really good fun when you get to team up with people so um if I can I will definitely be jumping into that on Sunday
0: yeah i mean i feel like the further we get into vr the more games that come out that really rely on hey this is this is fun kind of on your own but getting in there with a bunch of friends like that's the point it's like I mean, that's what games are for, right? I mean, it's the same thing with like, it kind of harkens back to the board, board game days, right? Where it's kind of all you had. You mm-hmm. sit around the table, playing that thing by yourself isn't going to be a lot of fun, but you get in there and you play with friends. It's an excuse to hang out, spend a couple hours with them. Uh, that is, you know, the, that's, that's how I feel about Demia, which is a great game on its own. Um, but. 100 times more fun with friends that's how i feel about walkabout mini golf which is also coming to psvr two. and that's definitely how i feel about after the fall you know like it's it's fine to go shoot some snowbreed by yourself but it's way more fun to do it with your friends so come hang out and do it with your friends yeah yeah red rover the effing game cap the two dollar tip says miles eats eggs to remember two dollars to say that yes <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Jason Ewing in the chat with the five dollar tip says, "I remember the purple mohawk." I also don't trust my memory. Well, here's here's <laughs> the fun part. Uh, I've done so many drugs and drank way too much over the course of my life that no one should trust my memory either. So maybe <laughs> I did have a purple mohawk at some point. Uh, Jason, uh, you you and the other guy should uh, should should get together and figure out what color the mohawk really was. Because um, I, I don't know if purple was the one that we were all we were all misremembering, but. That's funny. It would be funny if the other guy was like, it was totally green. I was like, okay, n- no one knows. Well, talking of
1: colors, Brian, um, I know that one difference between the UK and the US is when it comes to Easter, mm-hmm. and I think we spoke about this last uh, Easter, if I was presenting the show at this point last year, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you paint you pay eggs. You paint eggs over there. Yeah, do we? Um, we, we don't paint we don't eggs. I find it really weird. What do you like here what do? You you do? Just, you just eat chocolate eggs. Um, and you do, you do like little egg hunts in the garden where you hide little chocolate eggs and then your kids have got to find it before the, the rats do. Um, but that's, uh, that's about it. But painting eggs, cause, cause what you paint like wooden eggs, what, what are they made of? Are they just plastic eggs or, or are they real eggs? Do you actually paint real eggs? What do you do, Brian? Tell me. So what do you
0: Americans do? <laughs> Hi, welcome to easter podcast live um so what you do is you take a little pin right and and, and you take a real egg out of your refrigerator a, and you poke a, a real hole egg. in the bottom of the egg right and you poke tiny okay. little hole right you just chip out a tiniest little hole and then once you get in there you kind of stab the yolk a little bit right like can kind of like you can get it all to come out the bottom of the real egg and then right and then and then you and then you can paint that egg um not everybody does it. I I remember, I I remember being young and, uh, and, and maybe I'm misremembering this as well. So I, I doubt that my mom is watching currently, but I wouldn't be surprised if she was, um, for some reason I remember, maybe it's just, maybe I'm just thinking that my life is Bob's burgers, but I remember them hard, hard boiling eggs and then painting them. Right. And then distributing them around the yard. And we did an Easter egg hunt. And then one wasn't found for a very, 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 very long time because if you're not keeping track of them, Mm. then it's probably pretty easy to lose one. And I just remember there being, I don't know if it was my aunt's house or our house or whatever it was, but I just remember there being one that like was never found and like smelled up the fucking place real bad. Um, I don't, again, I might just be misremembering this. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I learned something today. Can we stop talking about Easter now?
1: uh all right well for the moment if i have any more questions i will be bringing them up thanks sure yeah yeah no worries
0: yep what's uh what's happening on your channel over there youtube.com slash miles miles
1: well brian on uh wednesday uh in a last minute panic before a live stream i don't know if you know what one of them are it's, it's where you're not sure what to talk about and then you just put something together last minute um i mean i have that all the time i don't know if you've ever experienced that. With this channel i don't think so um but i just had a discussion around twitter because twitter has once again been going through all sorts of shenanigans on april 1st i was supposed to lose my blue tick legacy tick uh because they wanted everyone to buy twitter blue and then they decided not to do that and now when you look at my blue tick it says i'm either legacy or i've bought twitter blue and now it has gone back i don't know there's a lot of stuff changing and so i just had a conversation around what does everyone think of twitter has it got better has it got worse um and it was a really cool conversation actually about good those that do use it those that don't use it anymore and feel better for it i explained that for 6 years i've had it deleted off my phone don't really use it at all but the last half year because of the vr community and with psvr 2 coming out i'm actually on twitter a lot now and I've actually got quite a healthy relationship with it because that's what I use Twitter for is to talk with VR content creators and VR developers and be in that sort of conversation. I used to be more into the activism and things like that, where obviously it gets a lot more heated yeah. and brutal. Uh, and for me, it's just like any social media, it's being aware of what the platform is, what it can do for you. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying Twitter because I'm keeping it confined to just talking about VR. And I know there are toxic elements of any community, um, but it's just learning to only put so much effort into that, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's like with anything. So that was cool. And then last weekend, uh, my live stream was Cosmonius High, which we'll be talking about later on the show. Oh, perfect. Um, that's good
0: to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> on topic, Emily Baxter, the hashtag #cartoon in which game kitten uh, says Cosmonius <laughs> makes the weekend official. It sucks. Thank you so much for the two dollars in order to tell us. Uh, you don't know, like cartoony games. We always appreciate it. Does she? Does she huh? not? Okay. Hey, revelatory news right here.
1: I know yeah. breaking news. Um, probably do that on.
0: Yeah, dude. I I definitely have my own turmoil with Twitter. Um, obviously part of part of the uh, part of the necessary social media. Like I said last week, I, I got rid of my Facebook account for without parole. Um, I would do it with my personal account, but. Like there are people in my life who have passed away and like, I am like friends with them. And so like not being able to access their page anymore, uh, would be painful. I think like if I, I, I that would be like something I'm not ready to take a step forward and, and delete that part of my life. Um, cause it feels mm-hmm. like I'm deleting like them or something. Um, but I don't, I don't use Facebook. So if anyone's trying to contact me through Facebook, just don't bother. Cause I, I just don't use it. Right. Um, and so, uh, uh, but yeah, but Twitter is, you know, Twitter, I don't, I don't really care um about what happens behind the scenes over there I don't I don't give a fuck about Elon Musk I don't care if he's amazing I don't care if he's a dick it just doesn't affect my life in the slightest right um and so uh and, and so whatever twitter's twitter um but man even when I try to stay in the VR space over there it's like god Damn, the VR space can be toxic. Like there are people who <laughs> yeah. like are supposed to be authorities, supposed to be people you trust, suppo- supposed to be people you go to for news. And every single fucking day, I have to unfollow somebody else because I'm like, you just don't know what you're talking about, or <laughs> you or you all you care about are the clicks, all you care about are you know uh, your negative viewpoints and, and getting people to like get, getting getting people rallied up and stuff. And I'm I'm just not interested in that. It's never never the way we've done things without parole. Never things I've done things never way I've done things personally. Um, so Twitter's, I, I try to kind of stay off Twitter. Um, I check my notifications in the morning, and then that's kind of it. Like I, I respond to the people uh, who ask me questions or, or DM me. Uh, and, that's, and that's sort of it. And then I just do everything else on our Discord.
1: Yeah, that's excellent, Brian. My, my top tip has always been to people that you know, this could be with any social media account, but for me it was my attitude change for Twitter when I delete it off my phone is and I say this to anyone watching the show, if you're having troubles that you find you're scrolling in bed on your phone <laughs> endlessly, this infinity machine yeah. is use social media with an intention. And so when I change my behavior with Twitter, the only time I used Twitter because I had it taken off my phone was when I had an intention to do so. And what I meant by that was I would have to go on my computer twitter.com and that means the only times i used twitter was if i wanted to go on there to post something or if i wanted to go on there to find something out you know right. there's some news being spoken about if you got it on your phone it's that infinite scroll and and doing it in bed uh, you know and before you know it <laughs> you should have gone to bed three hours ago and, and actually slept um and i found that made my relationship with Twitter in particular a lot healthier. Um, yeah. I could no doubt do that with other platforms as well, but it's difficult when you are a content creator. I, I, I post more content on Instagram. So that's something I will always keep on my phone. Um. But
0: yeah, I got to say that I like the the conversation happening in chat about Donnie Darko far better than our conversation that we're having on Uh, the show about Twitter. Uh, I did just pick up Donnie Darko on UMD so I can now watch it on my PSP, which means I'm allowed to watch it again. That is the current rule uh, as far as watching movies goes. I got to tell you guys, uh, everybody out there was like uh, every, every time I say I haven't seen a specific movie, Miles. From like my past from the 80s from the 90s you know like maybe i was in college or maybe like i was just too young to see it in the 80s and like my parents wouldn't let me watch it and so there's always like these movies that these these like iconic movies right that people are like i can't believe you haven't seen that you need to watch that
1: immediately i call it the i call it the movie gasp list yeah uh, for me where if i say oh, you've not seen so have you not seen have you not
0: seen donnie Darko? no i have of course Oh yeah, yeah, and, okay. oh, of course. <laughs> and, and there's actually a running joke in my family. I, I recommended it to my brother and my sister-in-law. Uh, I was like, this is a great movie. I fucking love Donnie Darko." And they watched it and they were like, "Well, we're never rec- we're never taking Brian's recommendations to heart again because this movie is terrible." And I was like, "Okay, well then, I don't. I, we no longer trust each other's opinion then, <laughs> because right. if you don't like Donnie Darko, then I don't think I trust you either." So, uh, so, so we had to move on from that relationship. We now we no longer recommend movies to each other. I also recommended Pan's Labyrinth, and they weren't a fan of that. So I'm like, I just don't know what to do okay, with these people anymore. That's
1: that's on my gasp list. I've not seen Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. and I know I need to. Um, but Donnie Darko, I really want to see it with my mom and dad. My dad fell asleep through the beginning because it was re- he was really tired. Yeah. And but he'd associated with it was boring. I didn't know what was going on. Donnie Darko is my all time favorite movie. I actually oh. own the Fra- Frank the Bunny costume. <laughs>
0: uh wait and you're which... not wearing it on our easter episode miles no. you have officially screwed up
1: oh uh, no well i might maybe i'll get it before the end of the show um
0: <laughs> but uh, the show's the show's over in like five minutes man you're running out of time if i can do it or don't do it
1: i and i don't want to call jeremy out but i think he said watch the director's cut I have to fundamentally, like, strongly disagree. And the only reason why was I was sat around a friend's house and they'd never seen Donnie Darko. And on Netflix, both versions were there and I hadn't seen the director's cut. I said, oh, let's watch that. And I remember as soon as the credits rolled, I said, I am so sorry. <laughs> and the reason why is the, the, the director's cut is a lot more, it has a lot more of the lore of, like, Roberto Sparrow. Oh. That's going to be nothing to people who haven't seen it. And, like, the pages from the book... And I think, you know, it's interesting if you're into that. But the mystery and the ambiguousness of the original, um, I I find, is what makes it much more powerful. Um, But the last thing I'll say about Donnie Darko is I believe, and this is crazy to think. So Donnie Darko is based in the 80s, -hmm. but it came out in the early 2000s. I believe now that the time between when the movie came out and when it was based in the 80s is now shorter between when the movie came out and what the date is today and that just that blows my mind (laughs) when i found that out um but yeah it's a great coming of age movie if you haven't seen it do check out uh donnie darko um but don't expect to be something that you got you leave and go oh okay that made total sense to me it's it's a it's a movie that you'll watch again and um man the ending gives me chills every time the music everything it's um it's great, and if, you, and
0: if you don't get it if you don't get what you just saw then i mean there's no shame in like looking up online being like please explain fucking donnie darko oh. to me because like i feel like i watched that movie three times thought i got it and then it looked online and said oh no i don't think i got it and, and like it, and it made me appreciate it more to, to read everybody's theories and, and you know the explanations um i will say that makes me want to watch the director's cut because i i think the director's cut sounds like something that is good if you've already seen the original movie so i right. want to check that and, out uh, that's
1: yeah definitely for sure um but and what what a, what a cast it's got as well jake gyllenhaal yep. and his sister and it's got uh, drew barrymore obviously um patrick swayze um <laughs> right yeah i know everyone laughs when you think about patrick swayze oh what did he play in it uh an interesting character yep.
0: <laughs> so uh so the re- the reason i brought this up um was because uh, i finally watched the mummy this is- the Mummy is a oh, movie really? that everybody's like, How have you not watched The Mummy? Like, you know, like I'm uh, as somebody who was like, you know, raised on Indiana Jones movies, like loved Indiana Jones movies. Everyone's like, How did you not see The Mummy? There's three of them. I'm not going to watch the second and third one, you guys. You guys are fucking out of your minds. That movie was like, ah, uh, just, I mean, maybe when, maybe if I saw it when I was a kid, but it was, I mean, the whole time I was like, This is just, this is just too much, man. Like, I'm just not interested. Right. Like it was okay. It was yeah. fine. And I probably would have enjoyed it way more 20 years ago. But like there's That's
1: the... it. I saw it in the cinema when it came out and I don't know how it would look now. But yeah. um yeah. By the way on Discord I've just sent you a photo of me. Uh, it was actually at a work event I turned up. It was on Halloween and I turned up with the Frank the Bunny costume and that was me waiting in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> okay.
0: Gonna, uh, see if I can this is always tricky to get these things up and running. Yeah, the show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, hey, and it just, just because it's on my mind right now, guys, I'm watching this Patreon scroll go by here at the bottom of the screen. And, um, and I, and I just have to, just have to apologize. I, I cannot get the Patreon scroll working properly. Um, so I, I just had to revert back to last month's Patreon scroll. Uh, if you're supporting us on Patreon, I, I, like, thank you so fucking much. I, I'm embarrassed that, like, I can't even get your name on the goddamn screen properly. Um, but I will figure it out. OBS has the worst scroll option. Like, it only has a limited number of characters uh and uh in in premiere made it impossible to create scrolls uh so it's going to take me some time but I will figure it out so just wanted to apologize to you guys for that um here let's see I think I have uh can I bring this up can I bring the image up
1: if no there I'll, I'll I'll get the costume before the end of the show <laughs> oh, I don't it's a nice comfy onesie to wear <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's see I think I got it right here
1: this is going to be such a
0: disappointment though <laughs> I haven't even seen it yet. Somehow I'm bringing this up without seeing it. Oh, uh-huh. it's good. Oh, does, does Frank the bunny have a heart on his chest? It heart.
1: doesn't, it doesn't, but this, this is the official, it is the official Donnie Darko yeah. one and his, it's not a heart on his chest. So it's interesting that um they've done that. There's a, there's a few subtle differences. I think he's like more gray uh than, than white, but yeah.
0: Yeah. This doesn't, this, this is the official one. And I, and I would, I would opt for an unofficial one because this doesn't look all that great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It does look good. It does look great in the streets. Trust
0: me. nice when you're walking around with it,
1: and it's super comfy.
0: <laughs> um, Red Rover, the effing game the two dollar tips. This is such a casual dude. I sometimes, man, sometimes I just sometimes I'm not looking forward to doing a show on Friday because I've got so much to do. I've got to start getting PSP this week ready. There's always a review, uh, you know, that I have got to take care of. There's always shit I got to do, and then we start the episode on uh, Games Cast, and I'm like, oh, this is just right in the middle of like all the work I got to do. And then I realized it's exactly what I needed. Like we just like this chill, laid back yeah. show where we just get to hang out and talk about fucking like eighties movies. Like Jeremy should definitely be on screen with us right now. Like <laughs> this is Jeremy's episode right here. Um, but so I just want to say, you know, if you guys are only here for PSVR news, then pff, come back in like twenty minutes. We'll get to it. Red Rover the F and Gamecast two dollars. <laughs> tip says I recommend Bone Tomahawk. Two dollars to say that. Yep. What what is is Bone Tomahawk a real thing? Because you know i'll tell you if it was a five dollar tip i would have googled it but it's two dollars so we're gonna move on (laughs) bogey cat productions with the two quid says the best part of the donnie of donnie darko is the clip of evil dead okay it's been i don't know if i've seen donnie darko in like 20 years um i don't remember evil dead being in, in in the movie that's crazy
1: is it not when they go to the to the movie theater are they watching it there i don't know i can't remember either wow
0: um cool all right guys uh so let's um let's get into some viewer takeover questions. Uh, obviously there's yeah. so many ways to get your questions into the show. You can just leave them right here in the chat as we're doing the show live, but it's way less likely that we're going to see it and go, "Yes, let's talk about that suddenly." <laughs> uh you can also uh tip to uh to get your question shown. Uh I know that if you're a member, you get a certain number of super chats uh for free. I don't again, know how anything works. I will figure all this out soon, I promise. Uh, but I think the best way to get your question into the show is by joining our Discord. Click the link in the description below and going over to the Viewer Takeover channel and leaving your question there. For the love of God, please don't answer other people's questions in the Viewer Takeover <laughs> channel because I never find your fucking questions. And so, yeah. Um, so... <laughs>
1: We answer them here oh, God damn it. on the show.
0: So Red Rover, the effing game cat with the $5 tip says, there, now look up Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> okay, fine. Hold on. <laughs> I, I feel like this isn't going to go well. Bone Tomahawk. Bone tomahawk. All right. Not rated. 2015 Western Horror by, uh, It's let's see. It's got Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson, Matthew Fox, David Arquette. There's too many famous people in this movie. There's no way that it's good. Um the first question, you know how it says, uh, you know, people also ask, um, it says people, people also ask, hold on a second, let me get this up here. People also ask, what was the point of bone tomahawk? So when you Google bone tomahawk, the first question people ask is, what was the point? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the answer bone tomahawk focuses on the casualty of violence of the causality of the violence that was rampant on the plains. Too often the cause of death in the old West stemmed from ignorance and stupidity, a sentiment Mrs. O- Ms. O'Dwyer would echo later in the piece saying, this is why frontier life is so difficult. Is Bone Tomahawk worth watching? Uh, apparently it's a brilliant bloody film that you'd be hard pressed to forget. Uh, so Miles, I, uh, I, I take it all back. Bone Tomahawk was not some kind of sexual innuendo. It was in fact a bloody brilliant film. There we go. OK, thank, thank you, uh, thank you, Red Rover, for clarifying. The first viewer takeover question <laughs> today comes to us from Josh76. He says, can microtransaction, Can the microtransaction model work in the VR space? What is holding back developers from tapping into this market?
1: My thought on this straight away, yeah. and by the way, I haven't seen these questions. I like to come in fresh <laughs> uh, with these, as opposed to coming in with piles of notes going, here's all my research. Sure. Um, but it. We were having a conversation the last few weeks uh, when talking about Demio, and I said that they do have a battle pass kind of system, except it's like it's free. It's just as you get XP, you unlock all these cosmetics. And I would love it if they had a paid battle pass tier. So I know that's not the same as microtransactions, but that would seem like a, a an obvious sort of. And actually, I was asking at the time, are there any games that really offer like a paid? tiered version or or in this case microtransactions there aren't many they just kind of do pre-order bundles or you know if it was uh saints and sinners they do like the tourist edition do you know what i mean sure. i don't think there's many that have in-game uh dlc or uh, unless it's like music packs or things like that um uh, can you think of any other vr games that have had um i mean
0: the first thing that comes to mind is is obviously rec room right because i think for the free-to-play yeah. model is like is where Microtransactions are most successful, right? Because, um, you know, I'm going to compare it to—I don't know about your experience in Fortnite miles, but my experience in Fortnite is: I download the thing for free, I play it for a hundred hours, I've never spent a penny, and then I suddenly go, you know, I've gotten—I've so, got gotten way more playtime in this game out of, than most of uh, you know most VR games out there, right? I spend thirty yeah. bucks on, on on a VR game, it lasts me five hours, and I'm like, that was good, and then I never go back to it. Um, and so I th- I think there's these games. There are certain games out there that are free to play with infinite replayability, uh, and they say, and after a certain point, even the people who are most against tr- microtransactions, like me, go, I've already I've gotten my thirty dollars worth out of this. I've gotten my hundred dollars worth out of this game. Like for the love of God, let me play as a necrom uh, or xenomorph. I keep saying necromorph instead of so xenomorph, and so that's the thing. That would be great, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But I but I'm but I'm running around right now as as uh, as a xenomorph from Alien. Uh, I I was running around as Isaac Clark from Dead Space. I was running around as Meow Skulls, the the kind of like emo cat for a long time. And so there are these things that like, I don't feel guilty about spending money on anymore because I've got so many hours into the game. And so I think it works better with the free-to-play model because eventually your brain and your wallet work together and go, spending money makes sense now. Also, when it's not
1: paid, is it pay to play, like, or, or pay to win? Pay to win, yeah. Where Different it's story. changing, change, yeah, changing the mechanics where, you know, there might be some games where they make it. I mean, I can think of some mobile games where you have so many lives and then you have to wait for them to charge up, but then you can pay to like refill your thing. Um, although I think we've moved beyond that. A lot of these games like Candy Crush and that, you can just get friends to give each other boosts, so it's actually a way of just spreading the game. But when you have those kind of gameplay mechanics, that can feel a bit dirty. But when it comes to things like Fortnite, it's all about cosmetics. And what are cosmetics about? Even if you don't overtly think it, you want to be a character that kind of, If it represents you, not in terms of like, I feel like a xenomorph, but I think xenomorphs are cool. So this is something I'd like to play as. I like hunting down the enemies and seeing them get killed by a, a xenomorph. But I've always argued there's even more of a case for that in VR because VR, you are the character in a lot of the cases. So buying cosmetics and, you know, adding to you, like, you know, we think of PlayStation home and, you know, your ability to like buy stuff for your home that you build because it represents, you know, you. Um, And so I just think that, yeah, there is a big market there. And I am surprised it hasn't been tapped into because there's no, Okay, there is always an opportunity cost. If you're going to invest in, like, microtransactions, you are now having to develop that functionality as opposed to working on a new game. But there's a lot less of an opportunity cost compared to creating a new game to make money from. If you have a game that people keep coming back to, and it's a if you've got a battle pass or you've got cosmetics people can grind for then that is a way of getting people to keep coming back. It was actually one of the, um, we were talking about after the fall, it was one of the main criticisms when the game first came out, which was you can do a run of a level and then you get points for buying new weapons and stuff. But the, like, the loot loop was either too long or it never felt worth it. Like, the different types of gun you know, add-ons and things was never significant enough to justify the grinding in the game. And we always talk about it openly when it comes to games like Destiny is, or, or Fortnite. We we know that a grind is, uh, is actually like the developers manipulating us to keep doing the same thing again and again. But as gamers, most of us like the grind. And so when it comes to microtransactions, if it comes to progression systems or battle passes, as gamers in VR, we would love to see it. And I'm surprised that we're not seeing more of it um, for those reasons.
0: Yeah. Uh, I agree. I, I do think there's a part of it that, uh, that has to do with the fact that most stuff in VR is first person. And so, you know, when you're running around in Fortnite and third person on the flat screen, you see your character, you know, and you get to appreciate yeah. the fact that you are whatever character you've decided to be decided to buy, whether it be Leon Kennedy or, or, or fucking a million other, it's the craziest shit out there, man. It feels like a fucking Halloween parade. Sometimes you're just like, wow, everyone's fucking yeah. dressed up as their favorite character. Um, but and so, and so what it becomes is, uh, it, in, in, in first person, in, especially in VR, it becomes this thing where it's like, you just have to accept the fact that like you're not seeing it, but everyone who's playing with you does. And I think, and I think that might be harder a little bit harder to justify or maybe a little bit harder because you're never seeing it yourself right and it's hard to remember that this is what your friends are seeing unless there's like a mirror every 5 steps right where you look like oh yeah that's me like in is high I was customizing my character at the beginning of the game and, and I was like and I was like oh this is interesting whatever choose a backpack whatever and I, and I was like putting on glasses And like this is dumb and I looked over and I was like oh there's a mirror right right fucking here and I was like this is this is suddenly really cute like this is cool um and so it's it, I think I think there's a little bit of a um a logic jump for people to say um i if i can't see it what's the point
1: yeah i i i know i i agree with that um and i know that you're not going to disagree with what i'm about to say which is um if you're in a multiplayer space like rec room and stuff you know you can look down and see yourself but if you're seeing everyone else is customised you're thinking oh that's how they're representing themselves how do i want to represent that's me true. so yep. I, I think it is like maybe a frame of mind that is just going to evolve with vr because as, as you say Fortnite, yeah it's in third person so you get to see the character that you're playing as well and i think that's um, a
0: huge reason why rec room starts you off in your dorm room right with a giant wall-sized mirror because it's like hey don't forget this is what you're wearing today yes. and you're like huh maybe i should change that before i go out like you know your real life you know before i before i walk out the door maybe i should check to see maybe that i'm wearing pants after Kobe, after COVID, it wasn't a guaranteed miles. That, that's true. That's true. Uh,
1: but I, on Rec Cream, I did grind in some of the um, quests for like some really top tier equipment because I did actually pay, I think, for the um, like back, the monthly subscription for a couple of months, and I bought some really cool gear like space helmets and and gear and stuff, um, and it looked cool, um, and I think it was significant enough that I noticed it. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's there's definitely opportunities for more microtransactions and we're not sure. saying it as a way of blocking people out. But like Demio is just a great example. Demio they should still keep the free progression system, but then they have a another lineup. And if you know that's how battle passes work. If you want the uh, the premium stuff as well, that's it. But if you don't get it, then it doesn't take away from the game. You're not paying to unlock game mechanics or to win yeah it's just that if you know and i've said it to the devs i would pay for it and i'd happily do so because this game's amazing and if there's an opportunity to have you know more customization on your characters i I would love that um but i think we just live in a different world now where people are genuinely more accepting of it because microtransactions and that are no longer because the ea thing with um the the star wars battlefront 2 where they lost loads on sales because there's a massive backlash because right. i think it was like in the in the beta was it that people were like they were calculating how many hours you would have to play to unlock certain characters as opposed to paying you know 20 quid you know after you've paid a full price game and people were like this is effing outrageous and that was a backlash and so it has made people you know uh reconsider and it's also why you don't see loot boxes I'm going to say anymore i'm sure there are some games that have them um but now it's more that you just get to choose what you what you get
0: well it's, it's funny you say that because uh in the chat corporate zombie brings up a good point it says uh, there's a grind in gran turismo 7 some of the cars are like uh, he's he's using some other currency uh 12 million credits um, right approximately 12 hours of winning races which is true except if you go in there and do your dailies right and you get your and you get your daily lottery ticket right or you complete circuits or whatever right you can win millions uh with your lottery tickets you can win these really expensive cars um and so there is this thing where it's like okay it's you're not forced to go spend the money in gran turismo 7 like ever right you're constantly unlocking cars uh, and so it's, but if there's a specific car that you really want that costs like 12 million credits, that's, that's backburners in the, in the back of your brain saying, this is sort of what I'm working towards, right? And, and, and with the lottery tickets, with winning circuits and with all the money that you can win in the game, well, then it's like, well, but it also allows you to just fucking buy the car. You, you can, you can go and just buy millions of credits on the PlayStation store if you want to spend real life money. And like, that's fine by me right? Like this one car that you're just like, this is going to take way too long to buy. And like, and and I'm not interested in spending this much time with the game. Like most people complain that VR games don't last long enough. Gran Turismo gives you infinite number of reasons to, to go play every single day. And so it's like, I find it hard to complain because they're giving me cars constantly. And if you play every day, then like you are get given money, given money to work toward that goal. And so you don't have to grind 96 hours to play, to get the car you want. Um,
1: I do like there being cosmetics or in GT7's case, you know, certain cars where if people have it, they've had to grind for it or pay a lot of money for it. Look, like, you know, if they've just, you know, spent that money, then that's fair enough. But yeah. it, it's nice to have an economy that is kind of re- related to, that says something about the player. Um, Kayak VR, I've been using for my daily workouts Nice, and I'm grinding the credits because, um, uh there are i mean i think one of the um biggest uh it's not the um space hat it's um i think it's a crown i don't want that i want the space uh helmet but that's like 8000 credits i'm on like 4000 at the moment and like the best skin for the kayak is 10000 yeah. this takes a lot of time to to grind but it means when you start racing people you will see what kind of stuff they're wearing and like again that that i think that is an element of cosmetics that can be quite cool
0: um, yeah, for sure. Um, hmm. yeah, I feel like we could go on with this topic forever. Uh, but, but it's viewer it's takeover question. And since it's not the topic of the show, we should probably move on. Um, but, uh, but I do. Yeah. I 100% do see that there's a place for microtransactions, uh, in VR games. I would prefer them to be, uh, you know, specific to free to play games. Uh, but, you know, obviously, Gran Turismo I think is completely fair. You know, you never have to spend a single penny in that game. So, you know, it, as long as they're fair, then uh, then I think we're okay. But um, is that is that what it was? Was that he was asking? Yeah, he's asking about microtransactions. I like, think hmm. we don't we don't see enough free to play games, and I'm actually surprised we don't see enough free to get enough uh, free to play games in VR because the market's small, right? And so you really want to get as you really want to get the maximum number of people playing your game, right? uh and so and if you get them in the door and show them that your game is fun then you can start selling them things but too often it's like pe- people are like oh 30 bucks i don't know i'm, I'm probably not going to buy that but if it's free to play only... everybody will download it and try it
1: and there's only one free to play game on psvr2 isn't there uh
0: cactus. Is that cactus cowboy yeah yeah
1: they think there's any others because rec room's not in there yet um also true yeah
0: no room yet crazy yeah uh, all right, man. Uh, <laughs> so our next pure takeover question comes to us from the boffin. Uh, he writes, With the rumors of bad sales, how soon could Sony drop the price of the headset without really pissing people off who bought it day one?
1: I think I, I, I don't think we, we spoke endlessly about the rumors last week. Yeah. So no offense to the, the boffin, but I yeah. think we can a- answer this very quickly from both of us. My feeling on this is they don't have to drop the price yeah. because they're still, they've sold. You know, people are estimating like 300,000 or something like that. Um, I think there is a challenge with sales in the VR market as a whole, just because, uh, and, and for PlayStation, there's the bottleneck, which is the PlayStation console, uh, as in PS5, that needs to sell first. Um, but I don't think they're going to reduce the headset. Um, and if they do, it will be way after people would be annoyed about it happening. I think if if there's going to be a price drop, it will be black friday um end of this year i can't see it happening any 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 time sooner all that will happen is if there's a, if there's a playstation showcase is they're going to give people even more reasons
0: to pick up a headset yeah I would, I would say holiday next year to be honest with you i don't i don't see it happening this year at all because i because again if this is if if what we've experienced is considered a soft launch, right? Sony hasn't really pushed the marketing. Sony hasn't uh, even delivered their roadmap. They haven't talked about what's coming next. This is very, very much a soft launch, despite the fact that we had a fucking crazy launch with amazing launch titles, yeah. still a soft launch. And so, and they're just, I think they're just gonna like casually be selling consoles throughout the course of the rest of this year. Uh, and and then we'll probably see a, a big push for the showcase and then a big push for holiday. And then, you know, and and then I don't think people will even think it needs a price drop at that point because it'll be selling really really well um and again these are all just rumors we don't know how many have been sold sony never uh stated this publicly sony also never stated what their projections were every everything we've heard so far and that comes from number uh, that that gives hard numbers is all been rumors or projections from people who are not sony who don't have the actual data um, and, and so it's all just been blown way out of proportion. I don't think, uh, I don't think there's a problem and I don't think they need to lower the price. Uh, and so the, the soonest I could see them lowering the price is holiday 2024. So, cause that, that would just be a reasonable time to do it. Right. And I mean, and, and even at that point, I'm like, what do you do? What do you do? Go down for 500, 450, whatever, man. Like it's.
1: That's when they reckon the PlayStation pros, uh, PS5 pro will be out as well.
0: More rumors. Love the rumors, though. Love the rumors. I'll buy a pro. Well, you
1: know, you know that you know the one about the handheld, yeah?
0: yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that too. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I fucking <laughs> yeah, you even, buy that too. Even though Sony fucking hates me, <laughs> like <laughs> I love, I love PlayStation. I do. Like I love their games and I love their products. And like if they some if they've got another handheld up their sleeve, uh, I will absolutely buy it. Whatever. Um. Anyway, so let's move on, man. Uh, we got a couple tips to, uh, from Red Rover the F and The two dollar tip. No, hold on a second. Yeah, there it is. It says it's way oh my god. Bone tomahawk, right? Was that the was that the first one he recommended? Oh, my his new goodness. tip says it's way better than Tom Tom Bonehawk. Nice. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Google that. Red Rover the F GameCat Game cat with another two dollars says, okay, now I'm out of money. We we no. just we just took the rest of his money, Miles. I feel like we should issue a refund.
1: No, no refunds. Okay.
0: Zach Wilder says, Who here likes the fifth element? Getting us getting us back on track, Zach Wilder.
1: Wanna? I love that movie. Yep. They should make a VR game
0: of it. I have it on. I have it on UMD. Nice. <laughs> Jamie out yeah, with the two dollar tip says uh, tons by cosmetics in Warzone in Apex FPS games. That's. I mean, I'm, I can only assume that that that, that that's accurate. Um, but also Warzone in Apex. Are those are those both free to play. Yep. Yeah, Warzone is, yeah. Apex is as well. Um mm-hmm. yeah, again, I, I think I think it all comes down to it's like you get the game out to tens of millions of players, right? And then even if ten percent of the people engage in microtransactions, that's a fucking lot of people, man. That's like millions of people spending money with on microtransactions, doing cosmetics. That but ten percent is a really small number right so that's why the free-to-play model works so well because you get your game game out to every single person who owns the console owns the headset owns the whatever and then uh and then even if a very small percentage out there buy stuff you know you've got, you've got your regular players you've got your whales you're they're they're raking in the money man big time so yeah so but it's true I, it's true first person it does work in first person as well
1: i think pavlov is in a great position to do a free-to-play mode and uh you know have have cosmetics and, and things on that um God, if Pavlov did a battle royale mode. I,
0: I think I think Pavlov's in a in a in a bad situation for a free to play model. I, I think it's great for what it is. Sandbox, it's already cheap, right? yeah Twenty five bucks. Yeah. Awesome. I wouldn't
1: I wouldn't say the full game yeah. uh free to play. I just mean there could be a free to play mode, so like a demo right. for people to pick up. So if they had just like a battle royale mode, because then there's all the other amazing modes that you'd then have to buy the full game for. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of what um Call of Duty does with um
0: I think Firewall that? Ultra would be in a better situation. Like they don't need to be, I don't think, personally no. to 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 be free to play, but I think they're in a better situation to do that. They've got uh you know, they've got a progression system. They've got things to unlock. They've got whatever and so, you know, introducing money into that would be an interesting way to do it. I wouldn't want them to. Uh but it's a far better situation to introduce a free to play model. Um Help help me out oh it's legendary it's dude it took me legendary took me all was, Yeah, time. we had this last week yeah. was that last <laughs> week it was you and me yeah. yeah 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 uh i just i just don't see it when i look at the name I just, all right I canadians just have weird
1: spelling they have well weird spelling <laughs> Canadians.
0: uh legendary the canadian five dollar tip it says uh who would love to see little nightmares come to playstation vr2 absolutely absolutely that's that's the developer behind static that's uh um uh Fuck me, did I just forget who made that game? Not Fabric. Who hmm.
1: What Little Nightmares?
0: Yeah, Little Nightmares, uh Static. Who made it?
1: They uh no, it was made by um BNE Entertainment uh Bandai Namco.
0: No, they just published it.
1: Oh, did they publish it? Uh designers, developers, uh Tarsier Studio. Tarsier, yes, games.
0: thank you. God damn it, what's wrong with my brain? Tarsier made both those games. And so they made Static, which was one of the best puzzle games on PSVR one uh and then and then went off to make little nightmares 1 and 2 uh and never came back dude little nightmares would be perfect for vr um people always say that they love like the you know third person stuff in vr they love the diorama type stuff right but we haven't had like a like moss was like cutesy in fantasy uh and um astrobot you know very very mascot platformer a typical you know like those those type of stages i think a horror game would be really interesting to see in third person vr right because some of the some of those characters in those games are like pretty freaky and like you get yourself into like these really tense situations and like i think i could empathize with my little raincoat dude way better if um my little raincoat dude if that's not a euphemism i don't know what is don't know what you mean yep uh yeah i mean i i i would i would finally play through those games because those games are fucking i I played a bunch of the first one and then just kind of I was like well maybe this will come to vr at some point i can finish it but it never did never played it what i know
1: okay it's on the gasp list that's fine yeah yeah yep not against it though. if it's on vr i'll give it a go okay
0: um i think that gets caught up on tips let me just double check um yep we're good i think we can move along to our first new story miles <laughs> <laughs> kill it with fire brian 49 kill minutes into fire. the episode we made it to our first new story i'm so excited uh, I got the email today, man, I got the email today that Kill It With Fire VR is officially coming to PlayStation VR 2 uh, next week, April 13th. I think that's Thursday. Uh, what do you know about this it game, Miles?
1: Uh, spiders, lots of spiders, mm-hmm. and uh, you got to kill them with some kind of element, I believe, like fire, maybe.
0: Yeah, this trailer is showing uh, guns, unless uh, so we've got a frying pan, uh, fire for sure. Um, Love it, yeah. It's one, these, it's one of these games that I think uh, is is super goofy. Uh, really relies on physics and, and the fact that everything in the world uh, you can pick up and throw or interact with in some way or another. Um, I can't imagine being interested in this on the flat screen, but in VR it looks like <laughs> yeah. something I'd have a lot of fun with.
1: Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it also as someone who can't stand spiders, I would be able to give this a, a, a go, although. The scary bit is at the end of the trailer where the big spider appears, but it's not in game footage. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'll be all right.
0: Yeah. I mean, this, this, this looks like uh, you know, PSVR one or, or quest or, you know, like the, these are, these are the type of graphics that Emily Baxter despises. Um, but I don't, I don't think this needs to look, uh, this needs to look terribly good. I, I hope that, uh, I hope that the fun factor is there to kind of take care of everything. Um, Oh, uh, hold on a second. Hold on. Current Spieler in the chat says, "Kill It With Fire" is not coming to PSVR2 next week. Actually, well then, fuck me, dude. I, I don't know what to say. I got, I got my, uh, I got my press release this this morning uh, with a form to request a key. Uh, so, if it's not coming out next week, then the press release has uh, is not accurate. In my apologies, but that is the information that I got, and so far they have not updated it. Don't say
1: it's been pushed back to sometime later this year. There we go, and it is coming out on PSVR and PSVR two. So it's coming out on both
0: platforms. All right. Well, there you have it then. From somebody I don't know in the chat, uh, <laughs> fact checking us. Go um, cool. well, well.
1: I am looking forward to it still, but I got time. I got I got some time,
0: dude. I'm, I I got to be honest with you. Like when I woke up and I and I saw the uh, the email from uh, from their PR firm. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I need one week off. Yeah, Corinne Spiller, current Spiller says you can't choose the PSVR version right now. Um, but but I talked to them and they were like, oh yeah, we'll get that fixed. So, mm. so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but anyway, the uh, I, I'm actually really, really happy if this doesn't come out next week because I really needed a week off without a new game coming out so I could get caught up and, and, and just, dude, I feel like I'm doing okay keeping up with the current releases and getting reviews out in a somewhat timely manner for the games that have been coming out since launch. Uh, but there's still so many launch games, dude, that I got to deal with. Um, so yeah, I'm still working my way through games and I'm
1: not even having to do reviews from <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> It's um, yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway, this is, uh, if this doesn't come out next week, I will be thrilled. Give me a little bit more time uh, to get caught up on some of my, on my games. Uh, and if it does, then fuck it, man, I'll kill a bunch of shit with, uh, with fire. <laughs> Perfectly kind of fine by me all right, perfect. That means we can move on to oh sorry, Bell Rammy the game cat with a twelve euro says there are a lot of spiders in a Hogwarts game, which I already killed with fire, even despite the game is kind of mid and filled with open world boredom it blows <laughs> most v r games away. we need more hybrid stuff that's it's i mean i've got to I've got to agree with Bell, I mean, I haven't played Hogwarts legacy, I have no idea um you know exactly what mechanics are um you know. What he considers mid, or, or or what the or what the game world is lacking, but it's funny that like even mid tier, you know the, the big mid tier games uh, that that come out um, from third party studios, it really are better than most VR games, and that that's I think that's going to be a situation that rectifies itself this generation. that
1: has there ever been a lego game on vr obviously not on playstation but on other platforms i don't think so but like i just think of the sort of big ip games you know we just mentioned harry potter but i think lego those are ones that you can i can imagine they they would go actually yeah let's take a punt at vr i feel like lego would be a good one um i've actually never played any of the flat screen lego games but i've heard amazing things um but i've also been told once you've played one you kind of don't need to play them all like you need to just choose the lego game ip that's for you yeah um and they might be a good time
0: yeah i don't know uh lego games don't really do it for me at one point there was like not a lot of games that i wanted to play and so i played some lego games um i don't even know which ones at this point i might have played a star wars <laughs> one i definitely played an indiana jones one i think i played a harry potter one they're all the same i i think they've come a long way since then like since they were coming out like every fucking three months uh, I think they've come a long way in that there's like some of the newer ones have actually differentiated themselves much better. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I could do without Lego games, to be honest with you. H- had my fill. Fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, just to Bell's point though, I do think that that, I, I do think that we're going to, because of hybrid games, uh, if enough hybrid games like single A, triple A, uh, fucking even indie games, coming come over to PSVR 2 from the flat screen, um, I, I think that that's going to solve our problem, right? Because we we do have a lot of great VR games, but when you compare them to really anything that's happening on the flat screen, like we're still really far behind. Um, I take issue with anybody out there who says that games in for VR need to be developed from the ground up for VR because I don't think that's what gamers want. Gamers want full-fledged fucking games. We've had seven years now of like built from the ground up games that don't deliver the, the length, the depth, the mechanics, uh, or, or, or anything from, uh, that we got, that we've been so used to in the flat screen for the last 30 plus years. Uh, so that's why I think hybrid games are so important this generation. That's why I think Sony knows hybrid games are so important this generation. And that's why village is proof. Village is the best game on PSVR too. Gran Turismo is a contender for the best VR right. game on PSVR two. These games are these are game these are flat screen games that get brought into VR, and they're amazing.
1: It's it's also the fact it will be an amazing opportunity for promotion for VR in the community because you can imagine the comments on any video of it's no longer oh this is a VR game doesn't appeal to me I'm a flat screen gamer or vice versa mm-hmm. instead it's. There's a game trailer or, um, you know, or a game being reviewed. And in the comments, there'll be people going, love this game. But my goodness, it's amazing in VR. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of it will have that opportunity of people being like, actually, yeah, maybe I should get VR. I would love to now experience this in VR. That's a much easier mental leap as opposed to there are all these games that are VR only. Well, that's a bit different from I love this game, but I'd love to be in it, um, which is the thing we say again and again right
0: yeah but i mean that's that, that's also why i i don't um when it comes to sales of the psvr2 headset um you know i think we i think we're off to a great start with gran turismo and village but i think once i, ha- I mean i have this strange feeling that once sony starts talking about the partnerships they have and the third party stuff that's coming over the psvr2 um you know aj and i talked on monday at length. Like we had, we had the most ridiculous number of games coming to PSVR two later this year. Like in, 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 in so many games in so many different genres, most of them built for the ground up for VR that like, if those were the only games we got for the rest of the year, I think we'd all be really happy. Like they're all, they all seem like really great games. Um, but the fact is, is like, we don't know Half the games that are coming later this year, we don't know what Sony's about to announce, and 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 really once they announce their third party partnerships with, um, you know, for hybrid games, I think that's when sales are going to really start taking off. When you just start Agreed. game after game after game after game that you're familiar with, you're familiar with the IP, you've been excited about, and now you find out that it's also coming to PlayStation VR too. That's what's going to sell headsets, not built from the ground up games that no one's ever fucking heard about before. Like, yes, I'm very very excited for those games, right? But that's not what's going to sell headsets
1: yeah
0: yeah uh hey miles you want to talk about cosmo on your side?
1: <laughs> i'm actually i am actually super looking forward to this conversation because brian and i have not actually nope. spoken at all about our experiences with this game um i just i'd like to start this conversation just acknowledging that my perspective of alchemy games and i know that you and aj did a tier list of what you were most excited for and i think all of alchemy games appeared in the d ranking and (laughs) i i feel sorry for alchemy games for that but i also understand because it was based on hype Mm -hmm. alchemy games regardless of what you make of the games they are always super well polished they're always super vr af Mm -hmm. Um, and they are great introductions for people that are trying VR for the first time. Um, Cosmonious High was something that didn't really get discussed much post-launch, and I thought this is something I want to dive into. Um, I want to thank Alchemy Games for for sending me the the key code for it and also for uh, Job Simulator and Vacation Simulator. Um, Job Simulator, I've mentioned before, I had played as my first like domestic VR experience on the HTC Vive many, many years ago through my brother. And so I have a very special place in my heart for that. And if I had that experience as a lot of people, their first VR experience um, will be, um, you know, a, a, a good one with job simulator as well. I actually platinum job simulator yesterday. So I actually got to play the other two campaigns I hadn't done before, which was the mechanic one. And I'd done the, what was it? You got the uh, cafeteria. Yeah, the ca- uh, working in the in the, in the restaurant. Um, but Cosmonious High, and then I played a bit of Vacation Simulator. But before I played those two games, I did Cosmonious High. I did it on the live stream last weekend. I did a couple of hours. And it's always a bit different when you're playing on a live stream because when, especially with Cosmonious High, there's a lot of mechanics to get your head around. There's a lot of... I don't know how you describe it, Brian, but I, I'd say it's like a, it's an adventure game. There's a lot of working out, you know, what do you need to do to solve these miniature puzzles and like how you interact with your environment, which is what alchemy labs have always been really good at. But this is an environment that you can walk freely around. There is just, um, click turning at, or is it click? It is click turning, isn't it? Yep. And it's, um, teleportation. Yep. I was trying to turn it off but i understand why they've chosen to do that and in the end i got over it but i would have preferred it being smooth turning and, and things like that yeah um i mean almost but, almost uh, always yeah.
0: would i prefer that but
1: yeah this is you know but it's, it's 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 an improvement on their previous two games because uh there was no uh it was just you just stand <laughs> on the spot in job simulator yeah vacation simulator you had to like look and click on the controller to it, teleport it was there. node to node
0: yeah right so they went from no yeah. te- no movement whatsoever to node to no teleportation now to just standard teleportation will their right. next game be full locomotion <laughs> that right yeah yeah
1: um and so yeah my initial thoughts with Cosmonius high was um uh, and the reason i mentioned live stream was it was only when i sort of played it after that yeah. that i really got to enjoy it more because you know what it's like when you're getting stuck on saying and people that have played it for help, you know, they've been helpful, but there's some magic in terms of, you know, spending time, finding out for yourself without worrying about, oh, am I being boring right now, staring at the same thing for like 20 minutes. Um, and it's a great adventure game with a lot of, I, I, I like the way it is. It's a high school with different classrooms. So the different classrooms have different themes. They give you different abilities. Mm-hmm um dude let's can we stop
0: with the abilities just like just stop right there for a second because almost right out of the gate you discover that you have the ability to shoot water out of your hand right now i've got to say when it comes to alchemy labs they know what they're good at right they they understand what vr gamers want they understand that if you see a a shelf like this and there's 50 things on it that people they want you people are going to walk up to that pick up every single item, see what breaks, see what they can interact with, see what they can fuck with, and see how one item interacts with another. And that is what has made Alchemy Labs a success. That's what made Jobs him a success. That's what made Vacations him a success. The, the, just the VRAF elements and the experimentation that almost anytime you experiment with something in their games, it, you'll find out that you're able to right yes in yes. any other game you're like oh what happens if i do this to that and that to this and nothing happens and you're like shit yes. you take two items they in this game, game you put them that. together you're like yeah. shit happens like it's like they knew that you were going to try that and so they do something about it they're like well if they're going to try it let's fucking make something happen and i love that yes and so that's why when you get your very first power and there's like what 10 of them or something in this game that yeah where you shoot water sense. out of your hand and it feels good with the sense controllers like you know the, the feedback the haptics you want to spray water on everything like what happens when i spray water on this what happens when i spray this student with this what happens when i fill up this oh i just i just accomplished something because i filled this thing up with water right it's it's the sense of discovery but also like just the but also the feeling of reward that comes along with it not only are you just fucking with things but also the game is like oh you just did something great and everybody really appreciates it and like that's a good feeling
1: totally agree that when you actually get each ability um, you, you sort of, your hands start glowing and then you go into this screen where you're in space and all these sort of silhouettes are coming towards you. I, I'm just curious, Brian, do you know what you're supposed to do in that moment? Is it just, it just happens or is moving your hands, does it speed it? I don't know. I think you're just meant to. I but,
0: I just stood there and watched the trails on my hands. It's y- like it's like right. oh you're on LSD. Well, I mean it's a game about high school, so that makes sense. You're on LSD for thirty <laughs> seconds. And I was like, well, that's a little shorter than how my experience have gone. But you know, at, dude, at the beginning of at the beginning of the game, when you get to customize your character, I was like, I'm putting on the John Lennon glasses. This, I'm going to walk around school <laughs> with my John Lennon glasses on. And so when everything went psychedelic, I was like, this makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, when I was live streaming it, because at the beginning, spoilers, uh, you get on a school bus. Uh, but then you've got to find the key to make the school bus go. Yeah, And I said, I don't like the idea that at high school the kids drive the bus. I mean, what could go wrong? And then what happens? You crash it and there's a fire. And a student's going, are you okay? It's like, no, there's a fire. And that's when you learn the water abilities and you manage to put the fire out. But when you gain the abilities and you charge up in this, you know, really weird environment and you get the feeling in the headset and in the hands... Mm-hmm. It once again makes me think about my Dream VR game or one of my Dream VR games, Dragon Ball Z, like turning super, say, and the idea of charging up and feeling it in your head yeah. like and your hands. You just feel powerful with it. It's just really, really great. Um and so yeah, the, the 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 idea of the game is you go to these different classrooms and you have to get credits. And you get credits by doing the main classes. Yep. But then in addition to that, there are all these like miniature like credit displays where a lot of them are like you need to put these items here and you and, and sometimes it's just finding an item and putting on it and sometimes it's creating an item by combining either an ability with an item maybe it's got to be something that's wet or it's been set on fire or maybe you got to combine two two items together um and in addition to that there is also like this cleanup board so there is all these fires around Cosmonius <laughs> high but there are also like pictures on the wall that need to be resized or there needs to be like there's like ice piles of ice or snow that need to be removed there's there's all these different things and so as you develop abilities you then have to backtrack and use that to unlock more and more um i don't know how far you've got into the game brian i i i i i 100 percented it and platinumed it uh, a few days ago, how long, how long did and, that take
0: you? I checked on HLTB, and they said that it should be about eight, eight and a half hours.
1: Yeah, because it the final. Where is that last credit thing? Oh. Like it was, it was there was there was some, and I discovered something that would have helped me out. Mm-hmm. So, in your backpack, you've got like a social. I don't know if you've unlocked it yet, but you eventually unlock this like social menu, and basically, there's there's these buttons you press for each character, and they talk to you. So different characters around the school set you challenges. So one of them has like these um, like collector's cards you've got to get. Yeah, yeah. Another one is you've got to find their blebs. You know, mm-hmm. these cute little they're blebs adorable. are so did, adorable. Did you, know they're did, Im- did you ever kiss one? No.
0: Dude, uh, it was just it was almost an accident. I put it up to my face just <laughs> to like look at it. And I heard and, and when I heard the kissing noise, uh, the bleb just made this like quick smiling face and i was like oh my god i want to kiss every single bleb like it's 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 ridiculously adorable and i and i'm I'm a huge fan of collectathons. and so between the blebs and the cards dude i am i i'm invested i'm invested big time
1: it's so it's a really fun game 100 percent and so in this social bit in your backpack if you press the the character that has the cards they will give you a clue of where the next one is. Oh. I wish I'd known that because forever <laughs> I was just like searching everywhere. And I I looked at a few gu- guides online, but you know what it's like in VR. It's not the same as playing a flat screen game where you can have your, your laptop there and all your phone there. And then you've got your screen there. It's like constantly taking it off because pass through is not good enough yet to look at your laptop through it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, as it was getting towards the very end, it was, it was tough, but it was, it was fun. And I was like, ah. Oh totally makes sense now um and yeah i have to say Cosmonius high is an in my opinion an absolute solid game the obviously the topic of today's show is is it a kid's game i would definitely say if you have young family members you know young brothers or sisters or nephews nieces um and you want them to experience vr you know things like job simulator or what the bat are great for just like very short experiences where here's a level you're not having to move around. There's not a lot to really think about. Whereas Cosmonious High is one where if you want them to get a bit further into VR, where they've actually got to explore and work things out and spend a bit more time in it. um, Cosmonious High is really good for it. And you spend so much time wandering around, you start getting to know the characters and there are some really adorable moments where you've got to help them out. There's one where a character has a crush on another and is very nervous about it. And you've got to help them out. Um, I just didn't like the fact they kept talking about slime. They said, "Oh, "I'm sliming everywhere and stuff" because oh. uh, or gooping, gooping, maybe it was gooping because they're just made of goop. Um and yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just my my head going places, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It it is interesting. Um the uh you know, the all, all the different students in the school are are certainly like archetypes of uh you know, the the students that you probably knew in high school, right? And, uh and, and they do have you know some of them have, have crushes on each other and some of them need help and whatever and it's it's just interesting to like kind of go around and just talk to them and, and, and see what like their issue is see what they need help with um and I kind of just I don't know man like there was there was something there was something special about this um and when you call it, you know when you say it's a kid's game like or when you refer to it and say is it a kid's game um this is one of those games that I feel like Nintendo made right right where it's like dude there is so much stuff here that is kid-friendly, that is, like, really great, I think, for kids in terms of, like, just the social interactions. Uh, and, you know, we don't need to get into political correctness areas, but, like, it's really good uh, in, like, all sen- in all senses, right? Um, I think it's just a it's, – it's, it is a good game for kids, but on top of that, it's also – it's the thing that, like, adults are looking for uh, in VR, even if, like, you're like, oh, yeah, I would – I'm an adult, and I want to play horror games, and I want to go kill zombies, or I want to go do this. But right, but but mechanically, it's it's everything I want in a it's, VR game.
1: It's so they are so good, and it's um actually going back to someone was asking in the chat: Is it better than Job Simulator? Job Simulator is an old game. Like Job Simulator is solid for what it is. Um, but the things that Brian was mentioning about how you can manipulate everything. Um, going back to Job Simulator. I think it's one of the things in the kitchen where you've got to make like a um, a pizza or a cake and you can put any ingredients you want in the microwave. And I put like a, a lemon in there. And so when the pizza was done, it was literally a pizza with slices of lemon on it. Like they thought about every possible outcome of what items would you put and they've given you an outcome for it. Um, and there is like a, a classroom that's all about um Astrology. I don't know what the names are of the classes because they give them really, really funky names. But there's ones where you can create your own planets and things like that. Um, This game is a much more, it's a much bigger game. Uh, There's a lot more to it. And again, you know, you've you've not 100%ed it yet, but having fully completed it, it just felt like the perfect game. It didn't overstay its welcome, but it was something that made me want to complete it and 100% it. And, um, it was just really great as you are unlocking these new abilities and, you know, there's a lot of like places I probably could go back to and play mini games if I was new to VR, but I've like, no, I've been there. I've done that. But, um, yeah, it, it was, it was really good. And, and yeah, on the kids game question, I'm not saying it's not for people like me. I had a blast of it. I love the game Yeah, um, and I, I, I would recommend it.
0: Yeah, not in a genre that I care much about, like even job sim, right? Job sim and vacation sim. Those are games that I just didn't care about, right? Like I was forced to play them for the channel and and I was like, okay, well, these these are these are good. And, they, and, and the thing that they're trying to do, they do really well. And I was and I enjoyed my time with them and that's kind of the only reason I was interested in playing this game at all. It wasn't because I was like, oh, the aesthetic is cool and I love cartoony graphics and like, you know, everything's pink and purple. No, it's like that, that, none of that appeals to me whatsoever. But I got in and I immediately fell in love with it. I, I fell in love with the characters. I fell in love with the interactions. They do the saints and sinners thing where you've got a backpack, uh, as your inventory. It also has all the menu options in there. Like it, it's really fun. Everything's fun to interact with and the superpowers, especially, uh, I've only got three right i was gonna ask actually yeah. so which you've got water water you've got, ice yep and then and then i can, and you connect, can also
1: pulse can't you you can pulse the
0: powers you can pulse so you the powers. can like yep yeah and so uh and so it's like a supercharged move for each of them right
1: that's it yeah right
0: and then the, the third one i have is i can create crystals which can connect uh, electric currents um and so i do a lot of that and so and, yeah. and that's, that's like, that's my driving force in this game. Like, that's why, that's why I want to spend more time. Cause I'm like, God, was, th- these are only three of the powers. I think there's like 10 total. And like, I want to get all the powers. Like I want to figure out like what all these do. And, uh, and they're just, cause they're just really, really fun to use. And when you're walking around and you see stuff on fire, you're like, sweet, something's on fire. I get to put it out. Like, that's what a weird reaction to have. It's like, I have the ability to fix this thing. That's, that's wrong in this world. Right. It's, it's sort of the. This game is sort of delivering, I think, on the Saved by the Bell mentality. Like, if, if you, if people grew up in the same time that I did and they were watching Saved by the Bell when they were like 12, 13 years old, the idea was that all this, st- all the teachers are inept. All the parents are inept and, and kids have to do everything, right? Like that's, it's not, that's not the direct message of the show, but that's certainly what they, that's certainly what a lot of the sitcoms, especially around that time and maybe even now, they kind of leaned into that, right? It's like all of the adult characters were always these like pretty stupid and pretty two dimensional. and the kids had to do everything and the kids were way smarter than everybody and they were always pulling one over on everybody. And that's sort of what this is this game is. This game is like, man, I just first day at this new school and the bus crashes and I gotta put the bu- I gotta put the fire in the bus out. I, I walk into school and everything's on fire and everything's broken and I gotta fix it. Right. I'm I'm the only person that's inept and in, uh, that that is uh that's not inept in this world and so i i felt like it was delivering on that same feeling that i had when i was 12 years old watching saved by the bell where i'm like nope gotta save the day again yeah
1: <laughs> and uh brian there are some powers that you haven't unlocked yet that just every one you get i mean i think there are some of the small little um like credit um displays where it says you need to add something with fire and so you're like oh, okay you got to burn stuff uh, i can't wait to get fire. Um, yeah. Um, but the, that was the one I was always like, that has to be the next one. And actually, it's one of the last ones you get. But between where you are and getting to that one, there are all these other ones that a lot of them I would have never have guessed. It's just really creative. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of like each power you get opens up the way that you perceive the world that you're in because there are new ways of manipulating with everything. Um, and yeah, the, 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 the teleportation and the, um, click turning um that bother very quickly sort of goes away um as you start moving around the place because a part of me would have especially as you're getting towards the end going for the 100 percent, you're just like all right i want to go to that door now that door that door Mm -hmm. you know um and you also start learning how to to get around and you know the different routes that you need to take and things like that
0: yeah it's really good man it's really good and I got to say um this launched at the pri- at the right price point too. It's it's a $30 game. Uh if it takes me 8 hours or more to get through, that's amazing. Uh because Job Sim doesn't last nearly that long. Uh Job Sim you can blast through pretty quickly. Vacation Sim, I think you can get through the main campaign fairly quickly and then you're left with like all this like really grindy work to do. Um this just right out of the box feels like a more full-fledged game. Um and I don't remember what Job Sim launched for. Every site that I'm going to, I was trying to trying to do a little bit of research, finding figuring out what JobSIM launched for initially. Everything's saying $20, I know that's not true. It's $20 now, but it was at least $30 when it launched, and it mm. didn't deliver nearly as much content as Cosmonious High does. And so that's another thing that Alchemy is getting better at is creating fuller fledged games, not just games with like more uh you know, more better locomotion options. Um so this is a... Uh, yeah. This is this is yeah this is this is a this is a great step in the right direction for them.
1: And I just know that for young kids playing this game there are going to be certain classes that they want to spend more time in. Yeah. Um and uh yeah I'd love to sort of go into more specifics but I think it's 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 a thing that you should just experience for yourself. Um there were only two issues I can think in the entire game that I had and they were both right near the beginning. One is literally when you spawn into the game, I think you hear a voice on your left and there's this little box where um, you, because you get your student pass and that's what your save game is on. And then you can like put it in this like machine to destroy it, basically destroy that save game slot. Um, Then you start hearing a voice on your left from that box and the box has disappeared. So I don't know if that is, because you've started the game. I don't know. I was getting confused of where this voice was coming from, and I think the box may have disappeared and glitched out. So that was like the only issue right at the very beginning. Uh, And then secondly, the other issue I had was saving the game. There is no way to save the game. And so I was constantly paranoid about, do I just close the game down? How do I know when it's saved? There was no like save wheel on any particular area. Especially when you've just done like an hour of doing loads of collectibles and stuff that you don't want to redo um there might be an obvious answer to this that i completely overlook so if there is do let me know but um yeah that was my only other thing um i just didn't know how to um to, to save the game
0: <laughs> yeah i have no idea i'm a, I, I, I had to quit the game because uh, it was time for gamescast so i will uh, i'll figure that out when i get back to it
1: what classes are you on, Brian? So, you, the, you, the beginning one is the, you got the visual one and the like chemistry lab. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't even, I don't even know. I, I would walked into the main area and there were so many things wrong that I couldn't even go see the principal like I was supposed to. Uh, and so I've just right. been sort of exploring and, and finding collectibles and, and fixing things that are wrong. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what my next class is supposed to be or, uh, or what, or how I'm supposed to go see the principal. But again, it was it was one of those points where I was like, I got into the game and they were like, Okay, now come here, do this. Come now come here, do this, now come here, do this. And it was like nonstop and, and even when they were like okay, stick everywhere. Like let's let's go and like you know meet the principal, I was like, No, 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 I'm gonna stick around here because the chemistry <laughs> lab was so much fun because it's like it, it's like, oh, combine this fluid and this fluid, now stir it, or heat it, or cool it, or what do you yes. want to do? And you create different Chemicals of different creations. And then once you create those, you get to use those and like also create more, uh, more, more fluids, right? And like, and so, and and there's a bar on the machine that's slowly filling in as you create all the different, uh, compounds. And it's in that to me, I was like, I just want to stay here until I figure all that shit out. I want to stay here until I discover all of them. Um, and so that's all that's in the back of my mind right now where I'm like, fuck these other classes i want to go back and finish this class i want to do everything there is to do in that room um so I, I haven't made it too far man i haven't made it too far um but i can't wait to go back i think it's going to be a lot of fun
1: i also love the ability of just pointing at stuff and then like pulling it towards you and it just like flies across the room to you it's the half-life so mechanic oh yeah yeah it's, is um, it yeah
0: yeah half-life Alex and wraith Oblivion afterlife and, and a few other games have uh started using this instead of uh instead of just like straight on point at it and boom and it just teleports to your hand i I do think that pointing at it and then flinging it to yourself and catching it is uh i I think that might be the way to go from this point on
1: it's really more fun
0: it's more interactive
1: yeah oh yeah some of the long shots you can do with it and and sometimes it doesn't quite reach you so you have to flick it a second time but um yeah um, would love to hear GameCat's thoughts on uh, on it for those that have played it. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah.
0: So uh, maybe maybe for kids, maybe not, but definitely uh, definitely. I think if you know you really like interactivity in VR games, uh, and, and if you even remotely like Job Sim or Vacation Sim, I think my closing thought here is that you're going to really like this. There's there's the same type of mechanics. Uh, it just takes everything that you could do in those games and goes way, way, way further. Uh, and the the powers alone, I think, are going to be the driving force for me.
1: Yeah, for me, it was a great switch-off game, like, you know, playing Pavlov, shooting people <laughs> or horror and all this sort of stuff. It was nice just to, like, chill in this really colourful world. And um, I, so I'd say it's it's for most people, especially for kids. And I think the distinction I would make for kids is kids, if you got young uh, kids or family members, they are going to use this game in an extra way, which will be they might just you might fire up the game and let them go to the the visualization, the the art place because they actually just want to. as there's a projector where you create your projector, you put it on the screen, and then you, then you can paint it or print it out. Or there's these balls that you throw at the wall and it sort of paints. There's all these different ways of painting, and so that's the thing that they might go. I, c- I can just imagine my friends who've got young kids saying oh can i go back on there and then they might not play the game in terms of the actual objective of the game they might just want to do some art you know and and, and that's awesome yeah
0: good stuff man good stuff i'm so glad that you uh, what's up
1: sorry one more thing um Because of the save issue I had, um, I kept on... It was the only game I was playing, so every time I finished playing it, I would um, put my PlayStation 5 into rest mode. So next time it (laughs) fires up, I'm back in the game again. And it was only when I was near completion of the game that I actually closed the game and and opened it up. And I couldn't believe it that for, let's say, six hours of gameplay every room the mess i'd made where items were thrown they were all where i'd left them oh no way. So it was only when i closed the game and fired it up i was like everything's back where it was <laughs> but because over like four days i kept doing rest mode so it was doing the auto resume everywhere i was going i was like i still can't believe that everything is like a complete mess from where i've just you know thrown stuff around and it was only when it done the full close and open again that it reset so that in itself was an unintentional uh, technical marvel in, in my opinion
0: Yeah. I'm so, I I was going to say, I'm so glad that you uh, suggested that we talk about this game because this was low on my list. Obviously at my hype level for it was through the floor. Uh, I was just like, obviously, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, when it comes to kids games, we're certainly not going to tell you what your kids should be doing and what they should be playing, or if they should be even wearing a VR headset that is for doctors. That is for people who know the technology better than we do in terms of like what it does to a growing mind. Not, not my concern in the slightest, what you and your kid do as far as VR goes um but i do think yeah i think there's there's definitely a lot of stuff here for for kids for adults and um and, I, and again just very very happy you suggested that we talk about this because uh this this is certainly a game that doesn't get enough credit this is one of those games that i was like ah okay it's another quest port but just like demio it's like the fucking best way to play this game i cannot imagine playing this without all of the uh, uh the the sense controller support yes because it just makes all the difference in the world for immersion and i and i really really enjoyed this far more than i thought i was going to. Are you going to be doing a review of it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean i'm like 2 hours in and it's like if the game's only 8 yeah. hours then i will I i'll blast through it and uh you know, just like every everything else miles, you know? I'm i'm going to get a review done for every PlayStation VR game, a uh, PlayStation VR 2 yeah, game, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh which just means this is this is all i'm going to be doing until I die.
1: No, I'm, I'm excited to, to see it and hear your thoughts when it's, it's all done. But yeah, for me, this is um, this has left a, a strong impression on me, I think, because also it was one of these ones of like, oh, I'll get to it at some point. Um, and yeah, it's been a more, more than a pleasant surprise. Um, I think it's an absolutely solid game. Um, and I think <laughs> there's very little I'd criticise. As I said, it doesn't overstay its welcome They've just said, this is what we want to do. And they've just set out and done it and they've optimized. It doesn't, you know, sometimes in VR games, it's a bit bloated where it's like, okay, this part of the game feels like the core. And then this is all this extra stuff they kind of did where it was like, it was less developed. Mm -hmm. Whereas here it's like, no, every room they've, they've thought about it with a lot of care. And yeah, that's what Alchemy is good with
0: uh b triple reminds us in the chat that there's a demo for it if anybody wants to check it out and that's great Oh wow man. that is great because i do feel like this is a game that you need to play uh to to appreciate so yeah anybody who's curious download the demo let us know what you think in the comments below once you tried it out miles you re- ready for a little 20 questions
1: yeah let's do it nice. uh you've got a game yeah
0: i do have a game all set and ready awesome. to go um <clears throat> Hopefully, I have all the answers as well. I'm gonna put six minutes up on the clock. You guys out there, make sure you help Miles out. He's getting. This is never yeah, as easy as you think it is going to be. if they make
1: me make the mistake I did last time. I was guessing because um, it was it was very bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that didn't go well. All right, here we go, you guys. On your mark, get does go. Is it on PSVR too, Brian? Yes, it is.
1: Okay. Um, does it have multiplayer? Yes, it does. <laughs>
0: uh, You're off to a good start.
1: Yeah. Um, is is, 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 shooting a, a is shooting a predominant part of the game?
0: Shooting a predominant part? No, it's not.
1: Okay. Um, is the aesthetic, um, re, are they going for realism?
0: Yeah, I would say they're going for realism here.
1: So a multiplayer game or a game with multiplayer for PSVR two, that's on PSVR two that is going for realism, but not much shooting. Um is it um I don't know if you'd say well maybe I guess it is quite realistic. Um is it um is it a turn based game?
0: No. Not turn based that turn-based. is five.
1: I wouldn't have said Demio was really. I don't. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Um, it's a realistic board game.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is the. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Borderlands. It's a realistic computer game. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how about driving, Brian? Do you drive in it?
0: You may drive in this game. Yeah, you you <laughs> might drive <laughs> you, in this game. You you do drive in this game. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you do drive. You drive. You want one might drive in it, and. Could you do a raffle in it? Could you, you can, maybe do a bit of a raffle?
0: Can, you can participate in raffles, sure. In a raffle. yeah.
1: And if you do a raffle and you've got like five items on there yeah. and four of them are really amazing and one's terrible, mm-hmm. you're pretty much going to get the terrible one most times, yeah.
0: Unless you're me, yes. Um, unless you're <laughs> okay, unless I found myself okay, to be so extremely this. lucky when it comes to uh, the lottery system in this unknown right. game. Who, who, who could possibly guess what we're talking about right now? Do you have a guess, Miles? Yeah.
1: Uh, is it Gran Turismo 7, Brian? <laughs> it is
0: Gran Turismo 7. I'm
1: so nervous doing this now after <laughs> what happened last time. I get so anxious yeah. going, i have just, it was Galaxy Car. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> you know, you know what's funny, Miles, is that, you, you know, it's, I, I think what most people don't understand and what really should be uh, shown better, right? The, you should, I think we should picture the lottery system, the the raffle there as a wheel, right? With proportions, proportions, yeah. right? Like, like the best prize should only take up ten percent of the wheel, and the in the worst like prize should take up pizza. like fifty percent of the wheel, right? Yeah. And if and if you like look ready- at right, if you look at it like that, it makes way more sense. But it's not shown to us like that, right? Yeah. And but that's obviously what's happening behind the scenes, and so like they should they should they should display it as that right and, and just to give us otherwise people are like it's rigged it's rigged it's rigged and i'm like no it's just they're just not showing us the proportions of the wheel i can't i mean do you, does that sound right to you or am i just like full of it
1: i agree no i agree it needs to be like a poorly cut pizza some massive pieces the 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 terrible bits and then the tiny pieces of the really good with the really good toppings like a sports car <laughs> <laughs> uh dude we've got a massive one from a Wando cat
0: it's, it's not it's not it's, it's, it's not how big it is miles it's how you use it and Owando kernando with the 100 nice euros to use it yep yeah, 100 euros says <clears throat> well, my voice cracked right now uh thank you Owando. fucking love you man thank you so much for for supporting the channel um and and honestly guys you know what i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna take this uh take this opportunity here Owando cat kernando cat um comes in and he, he takes very good care of us right financially make sure that like you know we're, we're streaming he comes in he's like hands over a bunch of money it's like just you know it's just to show his support and like i think that's that's obviously so important right for uh for to keep channels like this running which you know I don't, I don't know if you guys really know like like how this is all run behind the scenes but you know i'm so i'm so blessed to have people like miles and aj and wes show up every monday wednesday and friday um but obviously, this is like this is more than a full time job. I'm doing this like 70, 80 hours a week. I barely ever have a day off, um, and it's easy, easy to get burnt out. And I think, and and so showing your support to people who do the same thing I do, and I'm not, very clearly, I hope, saying, not talking about Without Pearl specifically, but there are other channels. If you love those other channels, um, make sure they know you love them, right? Show up and, and participate in their chat, show up. And, you know, even if it's just like a dollar or two, like, you know, tip and say, Hey, just want to say, I really support what you do. Like without parole, it's a lot of love. Right. And we have like the best fucking community out there, but like, there's a lot of communities out there that like, or there's a lot of channels out there that people love, but the people who run the channel don't really know that. And so make sure you spread that love around and you go and you go tell people, that run the channels, that that you enjoy watching, that w- if they shut down, you would be like, God, I'm so fucking angry that that channel's gone, right? There there are channels that are a huge part of my life that I watch like, every two weeks. I, I wanna watch GameSack, right? They put out one episode every two weeks and every Sunday morning, I wake up and go, I wanna watch this before I can get out of bed. I would be so sad if like that just disappeared from my life, right? Make sure you know that those people are appreciated in your life. Leave a nice comment. If you don't have any money, that's fine. Leave a nice comment and let them know how important they are because that's just kind of like what we do that's kind of what like you know the game cat mo is like spreading the positivity and spreading the love and like you know you guys do it for me quite a bit but like I want to make sure that like we all do it for everybody that was did that make any sense miles? <laughs>
1: It made a lot of sense, Brian. Um, vitamin G, uh, I call it yes. on my show, vitamin gratitude. And it is, it is about saying the small things. Um, there's sometimes I'm doing a, a, a let's play at a weekend and I'll have a game cat coming in saying, can't stay around, but just wanted to say, Hey, and that's amazing. Like just, you know, it, Sometimes people might be nervous to say that. I don't want to announce myself and then have to go because I've been there in chat sometimes where you like say hey and you're like oh now I've got to stay here because what if they you know ask me something and I'm not here? It's totally okay to like stop by and and leave and things like that. But yeah, just just saying thanks i see you i appreciate you can mean the world to people and uh that's not just to you know people that you're watching on video it can be other people in the comments if you see someone with a question that hasn't been answered you know just reach out and uh that can all help so uh yeah um yeah totally agree with that always always room for more love and positivity for sure
0: uh it's it's too it's too easy to get out there and be like fuck this person (laughs) Right. Like that's, that's, that's why the internet has such a bad reputation is because so many people are just like, when they're angry, it's so easy to say, fuck, I hate this person or you suck or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But no one ever thinks to say, just want to say, I love you, man. Like, or "I, I really appreciate what you do, you know? And, uh, you guys in the chat, however, you're, you're, you're not the typical uh, internet user you guys are awesome uh, also yeah you're right
1: yeah. you're right you know why they're not because they're not pressing the like button what's going on <laughs> what's going on guys before you're gonna press the like button today
0: we, we don't need them to press the like button man because uh because we a wando, a wando cat, cat uh, chimes in with another 100 euros it oh says, my goodness, 100, 100 euros, euros 100 euros of, of vitamin g, g right here
1: um, this is i have my vitamin g in here every day of the week oh i have that sa- i have that
0: same bill dispenser yeah. <laughs> you really yeah. same one yeah, yeah. highly, highly medicated as well yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah lots of gratitude yeah, Th- yeah. thank you again i wonder we fucking love you and uh, and, uh <laughs> that's and, incredible and I, and I hope you know how much we appreciate you um
1: i don't like that the high tips are, are red though because it's like a danger like it's like shit. what's happened? It's like I feel like it The is stream the more has crashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. um. Also, just want to say before we before we leave, je- uh, where's my Jessica Ro- Alba? Where's my Jessica Alba robot Elon? Which, by the way, just as a username that rolls off the tip of the tongue. And Aceville, uh, both go to will go to bat for um, go to bat for Cosmonius High. Both of their game kittens love it. So, uh, so their their kids are loving the game and i think you would consider us adults miles uh we're a couple of adults that also love the game so i guess it's a game for everyone Um,
1: yeah just the completionist in me if you also only likes percent games it's it's got that feeling uh like it's got a really good trophy list as well it's got a few questionable trophies in it um but i'll let you uh,
0: decide on that when you come across them (laughs) yeah i'll get back to you on that um (laughs) excellent all right man well listen guys thank you so much for hanging out on this uh, on this Friday uh good um you should be seeing an across the valley review coming up soon uh, I decided I, you know what man I, I've decided that for certain games games that like you might be able to play endlessly like that that there's that there's room on the channel for reviews in progress right maybe a game that we're waiting for updates a game that we're waiting for patches uh, and we just sort of say hey this is our review in progress we want to let you know the current state of the game. Uh, Where, like, you know, last gen, there were too many games that I just said, I'll get back to this game and I will let you know once it's fixed, once it's patched, once it's gotten updates, how I feel about it. But I don't, but then too many people bought it and were like, why didn't you tell me how bad this game was? Why didn't you tell me the issues that this game had? Why didn't, so, you know, reviews are are just as much about warning people as it is for recommending games to people. So reviews and progresses are going to be very much a thing as, as we move forward, uh, just so I can like, even if it's not a complete review, it's just like, Hey, I spent four, five, six, seven hours with this game. And I need to tell you what I think of it at this point. Uh, so that's, what's going to happen with across the Valley, uh, because I do need to move on and play other stuff. Um, obviously we got other games on the way. Um, yeah. And I, and I do want to get back to Resident Evil village. I'm going to do my absolute best to uh, to stream that tomorrow. So if anybody's around tomorrow, keep an eye on the channel. Uh, hopefully we'll, I'll be starting that up by like noon, 1 p.m., something along those lines. Uh, Eastern, of course. <sighs> All right, you guys, make sure you go subscribe to Miles over at youtube.com slash Miles and follow him on Instagram, you feel, uh, at Miles official. Uh, make sure you, uh, make sure you go click the link in our description below, join our discord so you can get in on those Sunday multiplayer meetups. Like after the fall happening this Sunday at 2 PM Eastern, I want to give a quick shout out to all my moderators who make my life better each and every single day. Uh, everyone who supports this channel, uh, financially by going over to patreon.com slash without parole games, uh, everyone who tips during the show, dude, Jay meow gets to sing up on podcast services of your choice like spotify thank you so much for everybody listening uh and of course sci-fi gamecat henry who gets all the timestamps into the show after the fact uh everybody who participates in the chat everybody who helped out with 20 questions and everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word we know you're out there we love you just as much happy friday miles
1: happy friday brian And quickly, my Let's Play this weekend is going to be a multiplayer. I'm going to be doing Synth Riders. So if anyone wants to dance with me during my live show, um, look out on my channel. It's going to be either tomorrow or Sunday. haven't decided yet, but um, that's all coming soon. Let's
0: do it. See you, Miles. See you later. 40 the four-dimensional game cat says half of a Wando's tips go to the family of the penguin whose life got cut short by a certain someone
1: uh, really i don't know what people are on about man i don't know just, i can't we all have shadows in our lives you're just gonna you're just gonna deny
0: you're just gonna deny 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 what happened to that fucking penguin what you did what your actions I brought, I... directly
1: <laughs> i broadcast it mm-hmm. I broadcast it everyone saw it mm
0: mm-hmm. um you' you're you're forever the penguin killer miles yeah yeah and i I loved it I loved what I did Robert the gamecast says as many as seven people are killed by penguins every year that's that's a fact that doesn't get addressed enough i think i I think you mm. should you you should probably frame this a little bit different from now on whenever somebody brings up the uh pe- the death of the penguin by kayak true. or kayak paddle i saved i saved a life. You should say, this was for Timmy. Timmy. This oh, was yeah, for Timmy. Timmy, brutally attacked and killed by Penguin. That's true. It was for Timmy. And uh,
1: I don't regret it in the slightest. <laughs> despite what the video showed of me saying, let's never talk about this again. Yeah. Um
0: uh, Owando Cat Kieran cat uh, says he has a gnarly chest infection. He's off work for two weeks. The games cast is helping him oh, through. No. Uh, dude, feel better, dude. Like, feel better. Yeah. Hopefully, getting plenty of rest and, and chicken soup or, or whatever is supposed to help with chest infection. But that blows, man. That blows. Hopefully, you recover soon.
1: Rest well. Rest well. Um, listen, Brian. Uh, clip of the week. Um, oh. so is is Cosmonious High a kid's game?
0: <laughs> I guess. I guess we're about to find out. Let's check this shit out. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Try painting with that.
0: Yeah, this is way cooler. That than looks glass. so wrong. Uh,
1: paint anywhere. Yeah, you're on the verge of creating a new art technique. I was still, holding it, it in find, since hmm. that bus journey. I couldn't even hold it in anymore. Something still. You're a real Van Gogh. Keep it up. <laughs> someone in the chat just said you can use white paint
0: <laughs> i don't i don't think we've answered i don't think that clip answered whether it's a kids game but i i think we have uh 100 answered the question that everybody was asking and, and it's, the answer is you are a fucking child miles
1: <laughs> why oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 i am i am it was funny i pee or the woo
0: <laughs> that was really good though i was like you should use white paint i was like fucking love that
1: oh god that was uh i can actually uh that was looper the underground game cat that said that in my ear and it totally threw me off and i didn't do it i didn't i didn't choose white paint afterwards uh <laughs> i chose red paint and covered it in blood instead
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, <laughs> we i mean technically that that clip could have gone on for five minutes because you, you didn't yeah. let up you didn't let up for a while
1: i literally covered the whole place in blood it looks <laughs> it looked like and then i even wrote help on the floor uh and took photos. it was just as i was doing i was like this is amazing this game's <laughs> amazing like the stuff you can do you can do make it into a horror scene it was really good um I, I think that's a good place anyway yeah
0: that's a good place to call it a night
1: urinating on the wall in a in a <laughs> high school yeah yeah happy easter everyone
0: good happy, i mean happy mid friday uh mid friday it's good friday moderate friday i don't know man good night everybody we love you